0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Thank you so much for listening in today. I pray that today is a fantastic day, that this is the day the Lord has made, and that you will certainly rejoice and be glad in it. Yesterday I was in James 1, today I'm going to be in James 1, and I'm going to do the last part, verses 19-19 through 27 with me. Would you pray? Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the listeners. Thank you for their lives. Thank you for their commitments to you. Thank you for the churches they attend. God, bless the churches. Bless their pastors and their leaders. Lord, may we fill all of our churches in the Treasure Valley with people who so desperately need you. Lord, may we come together as a body of Christ. May churches bind together with one purpose, to serve and honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's get on to James 1, verse 19. My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. (laughs) That's the first verse. Wow. You know, should be quick to listen, slow to speak. I haven't always been accused of being quick to listen. I seem to speak quickly. People used to tell me, and I'm getting better at it. But pastor, it doesn't seem like you're listening to me. And they're right. My mind is in left field. Sometimes I'm a daydreamer. I have always been a daydreamer. If you read my report card from one of the years, it says we like little Tommy, but he daydreams. You know, and I think I still do. But I try to stay focused. I try to do the best I can. I think I'm getting better at that. But he says, you know, she'd be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Now, I think I'm slow to become angry, but when I do get angry, when something pushes me far enough, then I tend to react. For man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires and needs right. It's not a good feeling when you're angry at something. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. We need to accept the word of God. God has given us the, every tool known to man through the Bible to live a joyous, happy life. You know, because life, there is all sorts of situations that happen. We know that, and we, you know, we deal with those things. And it, and lot most of it is choices we have to make. Choices how to respond. Choices how to do things or how not to do things. But sometimes we just. We just want it our way. We do it our way and not God's way. In fact, I always think of the third chapter of Ecclesiastes when he talks about life and a time for life. And I'll read that to you, chapter 3, verse 1 through whatever I finish reading, 11 or 12. There is a time for everything, a season for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die. Yes, folks. There's a time to be born. You're all born on a certain date. I was born on June 2nd, 1955. You know, I'll be 66 years old in June. Can you believe that? My wife just had her uh, birthday, and she's a few years younger than me. And you know what? There's a time to be born, but there's also a time to die. My son died at five and a half. My brother Dave died at sixty-six of liver cancer. My brother Dan died at sixty-nine of of a heart blockage which we didn't even know existed in his heart. My dad died at eighty four of, of cancer. My mom died of eighty two of leukemia. There's a time to live and there's a time to die. I'm gonna die someday. When I die, I'm going to live forever in the kingdom of heaven. It's going to be so joyous. You want to get excited, read Revelation 21. you find out more about it. There's a time to plan and a time to uproot. There's a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep. And a time to laugh, boy. I can I relate with that one. I've, I'm known as a crier. Yes, I cry easy from the pulpit. I cry when people are hurting. I cry when I see stories on TV of of uh, bad things. And there's a time to laugh. Time to enjoy life. I think one of the greatest things in life is to enjoy life. I think we ought to be happy. In fact, you're going to see a scripture here near the end of this that talks about that. And there's a time. To scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And we've seen that over the many years, haven't we? There's times for war and times for peace. Uh, we all hate war, but we know in the Bible, the Old Testament, through, there's always been wars, and they even talked about in the in the end times, there's going to be wars and rumors of war. We know those things are going to happen. Then he goes on, verse 9, what does a worker gain from his toil? I have seen the burden of God has laid on men. And he says this, he has made everything beautiful in its time. In a sense, there's a time for everything. He has also said eternity in the hearts of men, yet they cannot fathom what God has done from the beginning to end. We can't fathom what God has done. The creator of the universe, he put the sun, the stars, the moon in place, the planet earth in place, everything that we have, the trees, the grass, the buildings, our God, he did it. We can't even fathom it, the Bible says. We can't even hardly take that into consideration. We can't even hardly think about it because it's so almost unbelievable unbelievable. Verse 12, this is what I was referring to. I know that there is nothing better for men than to be happy and do good while they live. Be happy, do good while you live. That's what God has called us to do, to be happy. So you know what? There's a time, like I said in in Back to James, And so I'm going to keep going in verse 22 of James. So I'm going back from James to Ecclesiastes 3. So here you go. James now, 1.22. Do not merely listen to the Word, and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. We all can listen to the Word. I listen to the Bible on tape all the time. I can read the Word. I can listen to what it says. It says don't just... Listen, deceive yourself thinking because you read the Bible. Oh, I'm I'm a great person because I read the Bible. I've got things together because I read the Bible. He says, don't deceive yourself. Do what it says. Do what it says. Would you do what the Word of God says? You know, I just think that uh, you need to. You need to follow what God has laid out, and you know, He's going to bless your life. He says, anyone who listens to the Word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this, not forgetting what he has heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. People, when you live the Word of God, when you live the Bible, when you read the Bible and you practice the Bible in your life, you practice the presence of Christ in your life, it says you're going to be blessed. You're going to be blessed. And I know that God wants to bless you. God wants to lead you. And, you know, you just need to follow him and be available for him all the time because it's, uh, you know, it's what his call is on our life. You know, in fact, then the last couple verses in chapter 1, If anyone considers himself religious and yet does not keep a tight rein on his tongue, he deceives himself and his religion is worthless. Boy, I've seen that over and over, haven't you? People that are so religious, but let me tell you something. They go and talk about everybody else and they put everybody else down. They put every other church down. They put people in the church down. People of God, that is not of God. That is not what God laid out for you to do. If you don't agree with somebody, if you don't agree with somebody in church, you pray for them. You encourage them. And if he's somebody living in sin and it drives you crazy, which I've seen many times in my life, the Bible says gently restore them. Pray for them and just encourage them. You know, it'd be better if you didn't do that. Your testimony is is just, that really has a play on your testimony. See, what people don't see is is when people see you living contrary to the Word of God, your testimony is shot. They say, oh, they claim to be a Christian, and you're out there living like the devil. All you're doing is giving the devil armor and ammunition. I'm telling you what, stand up for Jesus. Stand up and be counted for. He said religion that God our Father accept as pure and flawless is this. Listen to this. This is what he says is great about religion. He says, this is what's faultless. Look after the orphans and the widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. So three things here. One, look after orphans. Do you care for orphans? Do you care for those who are by themselves? There's Those that don't know anybody? Those that are out there? Do you care for them? Mother Teresa did. She was awesome. Mother Teresa uh, lived Jesus. She lived Jesus. And I'm telling you what I knew someone that knew her and said and spent two weeks with her, and said "It's amazing watching her because she loved people passionate with the love of Jesus, people we need to love the orphans, and how about the widows and the widows are the ones that especially that don't have anybody that have nobody around them, and they they don't have family now, if you're out there and you're a widow and you have family to take care of you, that's the Bible says it's important for family to take care of the family, but if they're out there. And there's nobody else. The church and the people need to respond. We need to respond. But finally, says, and keep yourself polluted from the world. Keep yourself from living the way the world lives. Easy living, easy choice. Just live for Jesus. That's all. Hey, hope you have a good day. More pleasure. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208 362 1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho 83709. You may also visit us at our website www.cloverdalechurch.org Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.